Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Real Moms of Bravo. 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 Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on when you're listening to this. Uh, a very special Galentine's Valentine's Day episode with one of our favorites. Welcoming back, Paige Davis. Hey, ladies. Happy Galentine's. Happy, happy. We see you got some flowers in the back. You guys can't see them, but she's got beautiful flowers that she re- seems like she received. No, I made them myself. Oh, even no, better. Miley Cyrus, I can buy myself flowers. Love it. You guys, I do sure you realize... Do. Where that really, apparently, the rumor is where that stemmed from. And Clueless, when Cher is trying to make Christian jealous, she had flowers delivered to school. And apparently, Miley, like when she watched the movie, thought that was the coolest thing. So we should all be buying ourselves flowers. Well, I did. I bought myself three dozen yesterday. I'm obsessed. I love it. I (laughs) love it, Paige. Well, let's talk about Vanderpump Rules. Let's get into it. Uh, night i i mean billy lee she's like all right if i'm gonna find a way onto the show i'm gonna put myself in the corner of the person that no one likes so that he will fight for me to continue to be on the show when she said it was all about raquel healing but now it's all about you healing meaning tom sandoval i would be somewhat open to this if i felt like he thought he needed to heal like that he seems as if like he's sorry he hurt people but he doesn't think it's fair that he's being picked on constantly no, for me, the the lack of accountability. I don't know if you guys listened to the Vile Files podcast that he went on last week. That's a triggering subject for us. Um, we will. I'm sorry. No, it's no. okay. We will respectfully not talk about it. Um, oh, just no, no, no. You can't. We won't. We're just not the biggest fan. And oh, polarizing. Well, anyway, We're trying to keep it classy. Yeah, Aaron. it okay, can be so. polar. Yeah, he's kind of polarizing. But yes, we didn't. We heard the like the. No, you're fine, Paige. I'm sorry. Just, okay, no. no. It was I just, went on, short story is I went on a rant. I was a bit unhinged. We received some feedback. And so we're trying to keep it nice. So, oh, okay. so you listened. So you listened to listened, on the, and what I was going to comment on is the lack of accountability. And it's similar to what Sheena said in the back alley of sir about how you keep doubling down about how this has affected me and He's not understanding that there is an entire earthquake that was caused because of your actions. And he's just doubling down saying, well, you know, it was an unhappy time for us. Ariana wasn't having sex with me, blah, 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 blah. I I just, it's a lack of empathy and it's truly narcissist personality disorder. I, you know, what's crazy, though, in watching this, like, I don't like Sandoval, but I also like that Sandoval showing up as Sandoval for us to, like, make fun of him. You know, like, it's not, I wouldn't expect him to, like, all of a sudden have accountability. Like, oh, I'm so good. I'm done with the lightning bolts. And, like, it's just would be so off brand for him. But I just can't. Okay, I want to get your take, Paige, on the house situation. Because we've had several discussions 
amongst ourselves about this, but he it's feeling like I put money into the house. He has this conversation with Lisa where he's like, you know, mentions trigger warning, suicide and right. how he's feeling. She's like, why don't you sell the house? He's like, I put a lot of money into this house. I deserve the house. Like, what are your thoughts about all this? Especially you being in LA. So I don't know if you have a different take. I I mean, I don't have a different take other than the right take, which is, I'm sorry, but if someone ruined my life and completely changed the trajectory of what I thought my life was going to look like, why the hell would I want to accommodate you and make things easier for you and let you get away with just letting you off easy and keeping this beautiful home that we bought together. No, you can move on the street. I don't, there's no fucking way that you get to walk away better off. It That's not happening. I like, I completely see Like, I feel like at some point I'd be like, all right, we both need to move out of this house and like yeah. figure out what's going on. But like the fact that he keeps like saying like, I've offered her like more than what we paid for it. I'm like, well, that's just how fucking real estate works. Like you bought right. this house, you lived in it for a while. The housing market has continued to like soar. So yeah, like you're going to have to offer her more the whole house thing. And then his conversation with Lisa, there were moments like I, he was like vulnerable. And like, I will say like, as all this was going on and it was like really like a lot of hatred. And I know like I had a lot of strong feelings about him. There were times where I was like, I really hope this doesn't call, like this doesn't add up as too much for him and that he does something like harms himself. And so like, I think there are a lot of us thinking like, I'm worried about that, but then he falls it with, I'm not living this rock style life that I wanted. I'm like out there grinding. I'm like, first of all, you're not a rock star. And like, yeah, you're while, your while he's got his like pain. Yeah. Nails go. Hey, it's I like, it's so, so like, hard. Much. Yeah. It's a joke. True. Truly. It's a joke. Like again, like it's so on brand for Sandoval, like Sandoval, later on in the episode we'll get to like commenting like fixated on sheena's look versus like his heart in their friendship like it's so like it's just very sandoval and i just get excited that i get to take screenshots of his reaction faces because he gave us a lot of range in this episode but it's always not his fault i also you know and him talking with lisa and i've seen some feedback online regarding this but he you know has made a lot of comments and kind of weaponized uh ariana's mental illness and now it's like he it yeah, gave him said, that like, sympathy yeah. exactly like he had done the he like turned it on her and everything and it's like darling you would take a minute and just say listen i fucked up i did a horrible thing but i am human at the end of the day I'm really sorry. How can we move forward? Then the it's world would be like, difficult. it's really, yeah, it's, it's really, I think he's difficult. just like scheming and like masterminding. Like, how can I, how do I manipulate this? So I'm back and like people liking me again, I'm back to being like, you know, he wants to be the number one guy in the group. Like, it's just like, even the whole point of inviting James, the last episode was, I think really just to like, how can I bridge people in and put them back on my side? He has somehow just completely like brainwashed and like figured out a way for like Schwartz will forever be in Sandoval's corner. And it's like, right. it's hard to see. Cause there's moments where I'm like, do you realize that like you want to be friends with these people, but you never will. If you remain being friends with Sandoval. I, I think that for Schwartz, he's so amenable all the time. Does he have a spine? Cause I haven't seen one. 
He just goes with whatever is easiest to agree with at the moment. I mean, you saw him hanging at CU next Tuesday and he was agreeing with everyone when they were talking about Sandoval. And then when he's with Sandoval, he's like, yeah, man, I always have your back, blah, blah, blah. He just, he, he doesn't actually have an opinion of his own. And I, and I just like, I kind of applaud it for him to be that like agreeable. You really have to have no spine. No, he definitely doesn't. And I'm known as a Schwartz apologist around here. He, though, I feel like when he does choose to have an opinion, it tends to be on the wrong person, like going off on Ariana and being like, right. oh, you've gotten a big ego or, you know, I looking back on Katie and their conversations, it's like when he decides to have a backbone, it's typically going against the women in the group. Right. And not so much so hard on the men. And that's nope. like where he could use some help. And when he was talking to Ariana and saying, you've got a big ego right now. And she was like, I'm sorry, but me setting boundaries is not having a big ego. That is typical mansplaining and telling a woman how she should act and how she should feel. Fuck yes to Ariana mm -hmm. for setting those boundaries and saying, I don't want you in my life anymore. You're not a friend to me. You've clearly picked sides with the enemy. So major kudos to her for not putting up with the typical patriarchal mansplaining. There I go on my feminist soapbox. <laughs> no, welcome. We uh, yeah. we welcome all rants here. So I'm yeah. glad. Safe space to rant. Safe space. Oh. Safe, safe space to rant. Speaking um, of a rant, I just want to pivot for one second. Yeah, please do. I need to, I need to ask a genuine question because you ladies are moms. You have children. You know, you, you've advanced in your life. At what age do you think is appropriate to take the nose ring out for Sheena? It's time. <laughs> it's time. I'm not, I'm not age shaming. I'm not. I think she's only like 37 or 38. But I just want to know if there's a point in someone's life where you say, hmm, maybe this doesn't suit me in my lifestyle anymore. Is it after the second child? <laughs> I feel like curious. it's. After, I mean, I would think when she's pregnant, just because like being pregnant and getting swollen and puffy and a nose ring doesn't go together. It's kind of like my take on that. But also, I don't know. Sheena's. Sheena. I think it's Sheena. Sheena. I feel like she'll probably keep it until like her child's in high school and is asking for a nose ring. And then she's like, oh, now this is weird. But um, thank you for saying she's only 37 or 38 because we're 38. And the way you said that made me feel very young. Um, but it is, it is young. I, but but for me, I just am. Curious. No, it's no shade. I'm just curious at what point in a woman's life do you take the nose ring out? It's kind of like the belly button rings. Like I had friends who like, you know, you we, they got them in high school or college and then they just kind of kept them for a while. And then one of them was like, I'm about to be a mom. Like I can't have like a bump and a, and a belly button ring. And maybe you can, you know, if that's what you love, but it is, there's a, it, it's a different look. I think it's a different look being the mom at like school drop off with, yeah. you know, with the nose ring. Um, Maybe it's the second kid. Maybe she'll throw in the towel yeah. after the second. Who I knows? honestly think she should have given it up after she had the baby. But, you know, I think she you should know. have given it up. If you're walking down the aisle and you've got a nose ring in, I think you need to reevaluate your life. You know, <laughs> no, down the aisle in a crop top. So it's like, yeah, that's true. But Amanda wow. kept the nose yeah. ring in and I loved it for her because her response to it was, um, she was like, I wearing the nose ring is like part of who I am. And like, I've always had this nose ring and I don't want to look back on like photos and be like, I look so different from who I usually was. 
And she's like, and if I really hate it in 20 years, I can have it photoshopped out. So I was like, okay, I, mean, I, I get it. Oh, okay, but, you're right. You can Photoshop it, but I'm sure her parents weren't. I don't oh, know. Now I sound I, like I'm throwing shade. No, I, oh no, God, I get it. Oh, no, you're, you get it. You can't. I mean, this is like harmless shade too—a nose ring. Yeah, I, this is totally harmless shade. So, speaking of though, female empowerment. I don't think I could have loved Katie and Sheena's like. Was it dinner that they got together? We can't remember mm-hmm. for dinner or lunch. Where they, they had like, mocktails. Yeah, but just they're like gathering where like. It didn't even like have to start with like Katie being like, I want to be your friend, but these are the things that make me like nervous or give me red flags or it was just Sheena being like, I'm really sorry I invited Schwartz to the emo night. And the second he got there late and like the way he was talking, it made me realize that like I didn't want him there and he's not really like serving a purpose in my life. And I was like, wow, like this is the most mature conversation in Vanderpump Rules history. I completely agree. And you know what? Maybe this whole scandal of it all maybe it has the positive that's come out of it is people have formed a higher EQ and emotional intelligence. And they're more aware of like how their actions are making others feel and whatnot. It's not just like a free for all. Let's all party and get drunk together anymore. Maybe that's the, the, the bright side of it all. I would believe that if it wasn't for the fact of BravoCon, Sheena did go to an after party in Sandoval's room. And I'm sure that's going to be brought up at the reunion in the show, which I'm like dying to hear her explanation for that. I'm sure it's gonna be like, I wanted to talk to him about the things he said, or I don't know. You, she, I don't Sheena, know. Sheena did say she has a hard time. She wants to, she wants to be getting along with everyone. So I feel like this is always going to be a hard thing. for She Sheena. struggles with the backbone. Hence yeah. why I feel like she's always gotten along with the guys and right. has always had issues with the girls right? because she doesn't see like, isn't thinking friendship, girl code, all of the above. She's always, I just want to please everybody. And well, sometimes right. you're going to have to piss some people off, but she did show up. So uh, before we talk about the conversation between Sheena and Tom Sandoval, I do want to get your all's take. One thing that I do appreciate on these reality shows is just, you know, when any of these reality stars open it up about their families, Tom Schwartz opening up about his brother and cirrhosis. Oh, it's serious. Like that is no, well, no his, joke. His brother's really young to have, I'm assuming really? it's cirrhosis of the liver. That's yeah. very really young. young. And, um, I, I, I'm first of all, side note, I'm curious about the triplets of it all, because I know triplets is almost impossible to get naturally. So I'm just, I don't know. That's yeah, like, was it, yeah. Was it IVF? Was it natural triplets? Right. Yeah. Putting in three embryos. Whoa, that's a lot. Okay. So that's separate, but the cirrhosis, I mean, he's spoken about it on different other podcasts I've heard where he says his dad was really sick. And then he said one of his brothers was dying. I mean, it, can you come back? I'm not a doctor. Can you come back from cirrhosis? I so don't know that you do. It's like starts to fail, right? Yeah. yeah. gradually but- failing. The liver is like a crazy organ that can like regenerate on its own. There's like, I, my mom is a nurse, my sister's a nurse. And like for most of my career, I worked in healthcare. And I remember there was like this phrase, like you can survive on a sliver of your liver because it will like regenerate. Oh, so, I mean, he could either, I mean, he might, would depending on how bad it is, um, there could be a situation where they like remove the part that is like hardened and has the cirrhosis he might need a liver transplant. Um, but like, you know, this comes from like typically um, severe 
drinking and alcohol abuse. And so I feel like with a lot of people in this situation, it's like they can, there's medical interventions they can do, but if you don't change what's causing it, he's just going to get right back to where he was or worse because he's going to have all these surgeries and then he's in a more weakened state. And if he goes right back to drinking, it's really, I mean, it's an addiction. It's really sad. It's a disease. Um, It does make like play into the sober curious of it all. I do think in watching everyone have an open dialogue about whether they're sober curious, if they're mm-hmm. sober, California sober, whatever it may be. It, I'm kind of surprised that Schwartz and maybe he has off camera didn't have like a stronger stance with Sandoval specifically about, you know, maybe his sobriety or like, yo, like look what what's going on. Like you back that of our business. You're going around as a rock star. Like you're drinking heavily, like whatever it may be. I would love to see more of that from Schwartz. Um, but I also think like, he's like, Oh, I'm a fun guy. Take well, and he shots. doesn't like, and he I doesn't don't know do. That yeah, he doesn't. yeah. Which half shots are really smart. I like agree with that, but <laughs> have no shot. Well that, but I feel like in the moment when everyone's like, we're going to do shots and you're like, Oh no. I'm like, like, they're like, we're going to get you on. You're like, I'll do a half. But again, maybe that's, he needs to stand up for himself. Um, stand up for like, I think, I mean, it's hard because, like, you know, he shared a little bit about it, but, yeah, he's talked about, like, his dad was having health issues. I think he wants to be, like, respectful of his brother and not basically be like, my brother is a full-blown alcoholic and this is what we're dealing with. But, um, I, yeah, if it were me, I would not love these people being, like, like Sandoval claiming he's now sober even though we know he's not. Like, all I don't know. There's, just- I think it would be really hard for me just knowing, seeing the how dark it could go. Yeah. And not, like intervene with someone you're so loyal to like he's so blindly loyal to sandoval Mm -hmm. that i would have like a coming to jesus with him and be like yo you fucked up our business you did this like you you gotta sleep in your bed i think that's the same but you know you gotta do something different and i don't know it's it's a weird thing to watch and honestly i will say in this episode the the entire conversation of sobriety was very interesting in terms of everyone being more curious about it, Lala having her own opinions about it. But I'm just kind of curious to see how that continues to evolve as the season progresses. And obviously you do you. One thing I did not enjoy about this convert or this episode are some of the staged elements that felt more staged oh, than usual. I have so um, much to say. <laughs> uh, specifically for me is Schwartz being like, hey, James, why are at the DJ booth? Uh, do you want to go to Lake Tahoe and this opening of Wolf? Like, the worst. They just felt very particularly staged. Well, how about Sandoval just showing up apparently unannounced and unexpected to Sir, which is an empty and closed restaurant. And Lisa just happens to be there sitting on the phone with like yep. all of them. Like, she's like, oh, sorry, I've got to let you go. Like, what are you doing here? And it's like, okay, clearly, clearly the, this production schedule, like the filming schedule was for both of you to be here in this moment. Like you're fooling no one. I would rather than break the fourth wall a tiny bit and, yeah. and and just make it a little more blatant that, okay, the producers have us coming at this time, blah, blah, blah. I mean, the fact that Sheena walked by the table. Yeah. Like, what? Oh, my God. It's you? And he was like, Sheena. And she goes, Go yeah. To <laughs> yeah. But, and he's like, I didn't even recognize you. Oh, you didn't? Oh, you mean the producers didn't tell you? Hey, she didn't to walk by and yeah. you tap her on the shoulder. And Sheena being like, oh, I didn't even know you'd be here. Oh, my God. 
what what are you doing here? I guess we can talk outside. I don't want to do this here. Oh my god. It so was funny. so let's bad. talk in the in the back alley because everyone knows that's like the favorite place to film in like hey, these scenes, which I mean I was great for the back alley. For, yeah. Good character in Vanderpump Rules is the back alley at Sir. No, truly. But I just was like dying. I, I'm glad you pointed out that <laughs> one scene too, because it all seems so like the acting, it seems it's so fucking Give them a Razzie. Truly. Give them a Razzie. Maybe they'll come back for their next Emmy for that specifically. But <laughs> it was just insane. Also saying, Sheena, I didn't recognize you. I, I can't. She looks the exact same she did at the reunion. Her hair shorter. Like, I, I mean. I just yeah, cut it. And the sunglasses, girl, what were you doing? Okay, Y2K Shania Twain. I'm so page. glad that he did point that out and be like, uh, are you like doing a character tonight? Cause yeah. you look whack. <laughs> I feel like half the time they all do though. Like Lala, I'm like, what are you wearing? Speaking of looking whack, I'm a Lala stan forever. I I resonate with her a lot, being like power of the pussy and like very much like girl power. I love that about her. However, I cannot stand by her fashion choices this season. What was she wearing with the leopard, like Shein corset with the matching spandex leopard leggings and then the fishnet long sleeve underneath? Girl. It's giving Lisa Hochstein in not the best way. Um, No, I am with you. I feel like Lala likes to take risks, but... That when I say risk, girl, it's like not like in the in a high fashion Zendaya risk. Yeah, <laughs> it's no, no. more like she sexy. Yeah. Oh, I'm wearing see through lace. Yeah, with a jersey. I'm wearing see like lace tights and a baby. It did make me laugh jersey. though. She said her and Ariana were um, shopping, and she's like, "I told you, if I had your body, I'd be wearing like latex and spandex, everything." I'm like, one, you guys have the exact same body. Two, plus body. You- Perfect. Oh, okay. And Lala, you do wear spandex or latex everything yeah. anyway. So, like, well, I, well, how would this be different? Like, no, the girl, the girl could use some help. I, I want her to use some of that. Send it to Daryl Money and yeah. invest it in the fashions. Get yourself a little stylist. Totally. Yeah. She needs some better gays in her life who are going to tell her and be like, "Girl, we need to fix this because we can't let you go on camera looking like a spandex queen." <laughs> Yeah, she um I think sometimes she channels Erica Jane in like a a not yeah, not so oh, like way. a I'm sorry. I'm a lot I love her. Yeah. I love her. But yeah, that was not her best look. No, it wasn't. Okay, so we get to the conversation in the back alley. Yes. So, you know, Tom starts it very awkwardly like what are you Shania Twain on a motorcycle Y2K and and Sheena just looks at him and is like, "Thanks." And she's doing her best. Like, I will say Sheena in this moment is doing, like, it's like she didn't break. Gonna, she, did, she did not yeah. break. She's like, I'm on camera. This is going to bite me in the ass. It's happened so many fucking times before. It's not going to happen this time. So she's like, you're a narcissist. And he's like, no, I'm not. Look it up. And she's like, that's what a narcissist would say or, like, something like that. And but he's like, well, what was your yeah. take? Like, Paige, what do you think about that conversation that they had? So I will say this. As much as I dislike Sandoval. He made an incredibly valid point about how every other person other than Ariana is riding the hate train so publicly and making it about that that's their claim to fame for from now on. 
I do agree with that point. Everybody not directly involved has ridden this scandal to the bank, whether it be um, send it to Daryl sweatshirts or Sheena with her podcast and every single episode revolving around scandal. Raquel starting her podcast, James doing DJ sets saying scandal balls a liar. Like all this stuff is everyone else taking this and making it more public. I do agree with him on that point that Ariana has been the only one who has sort of like stayed in her lane and just progressed forward. So that's a hot take. No, I I think that's a fair take. And I think had he taken more accountability, he could hold that to people more. Right. Like why, what's with the whole NEMA conversation? Like, Okay, this is still secondhand. Regardless if Nima told Raquel and Nima then told you, Sheena, you didn't hear it directly from Raquel. It's still like hearsay. Like you don't have, unless you have a video recording, you can't 100% believe, especially if you have the other person saying that's not true. So I do think had he had, you know, a little bit of, um, if he had a little bit of intellect, a brain strategy, he could have gone that path with his castmates and be like, listen, y'all, I have, I have the receipt. I have the recordings on my phone. I have the receipts, screenshots, fucking everything of what y'all have been saying about me. And this is bullshit. Like, had he gone that way? I think, okay, okay, Sandoval, like you got something, but he's, he's too uh, egotistical and his route instead is bringing up James sleeping with Kristen Doty 10 years ago. It's hard too when he's like, you know, everyone's making money off of this. I was like, okay, on your tour, if we're going to call it that, right? You did the cover um, and changed the words to Schwartzy, can't you see? Raquel's in love with me. Like, it's sort of like those are the moments where I'm, and maybe he gets like, since I was in it, I want to like monetize off of it. But then it's like, don't get mad then when people are pissed at you that you're trying to make money off of this big mistake you made that you claim you're sorry about and you want everyone's forgiveness for. It's it, I, the only, yeah, like the one person who comes out looking great in all this is Ariana. And like, she's gotten all of these deals without having to say anything negative. I think that's why she's getting stuff. It's like, wow, like you're showing strength and how to move on. And so people like brands want to associate with her. At the end of the day, everyone should get that bag. And I and I absolutely applaud anyone making some for to, some form of like revenue for themselves to better their futures. Speaking of being in love with Raquel, the fact that he said, I miss her, I love her, she was my best friend. Don't you guys think that if they ended up together, don't you think that would have made it a tiny bit better? That, okay, they are in love. They do love each other. Maybe this was worth it in the end for them to be together. It wasn't in the right way, but they're in love. They're together. The fact that they're not even together. And she blocked them. It makes it so much worse. No, it definitely no. does. Like I, We've been saying this. We're like, listen, if you're going to blow up your life like that, you might as well give it a fucking shot. Might as well go for it. He seemed very much willing to do that and she right. was like you're toxic goodbye bethany got a hold of her and then poisoned I mean, her mind with something else but for her though i think in the long run but all, yeah like for him he's screwed the only way this would have worked out where we would have remotely forgiven them is in like five or ten years they're married they have kids they're like this like living their best life but right. clearly that's not gonna happen yeah 
I that would have been the only tiny sliver of redemption for me, at least, for them to end up to, together somehow. Maybe, who knows, maybe down the line they will, but the fact that Raquel has blocked him and she now her whole new platform is like, oh, I'm away from this. I don't want anything to do with anyone anymore. He manipulated me, blah, blah, blah. Like you said, I think Bethany got to her and was like, girl, this is the stance you need to take from now on. This is the only thing that's going to rectify your image. A hundred percent. What are your predictions while we have you? And before we take a quick ad break, what are your predictions for the remainder of the season? Oh God. I mean, I'm, I'm really curious to see what Lala means when she said, I can't believe that this is the one person who has gotten cheated on and now she's God. I, I am curious what that means because that sounds hella shady. Um, and then also the, um, the, the fact that they're all going to be hanging out together all the time. How are you going to be able to do that when the first three episodes you've clearly said, I don't like being around you. I don't want to be near you. I'm curious to see how that's going to progress through the season of like them actually filming together. I think this is where the fourth wall to your point with a show like this that's been on air for so long, it would be very refreshing for them to be like, listen, I'm filming with him. I got to get a paycheck. Right. I'm going to show up to this party. Like it would take a little of the sexiness away. We know, but it also would make it like, okay, fine. Like at least you're moving the storyline along. I know we're not talking about Potomac this week, but that was one of my, our grievances that Abby and I um, have discussed is just people like, nope, I'm not going to go to this. Like yeah. they're moving things along, I suppose. But to me, that's where a little fourth wall breakage would be like, would benefit. Right, right. All right. Well, let's take a quick little ad break before we jump back into more discussions on pop culture and um, Bravo. Uh, as you guys know, my uh, son fractured his uh, tibia. It's been quite the process and journey. Um, any social event we have has basically been canceled. I do not think I would have made it through um, the weekend without and the week without mood. It's just helped me relax when I need to remain calm in the evening when I start stressing, thinking about all the things that we can't do or need to do. Um, and also too, I just sometimes like how, um, it can energize me. And, you know, if you're feeling a little frisky, they even have an erotic one as well that helps, uh, increase your, um, sexual appetite. Uh, so for me though, I, being a mom, I lean heavy into the uh, area of calm, uh, helping me sleep. My favorite thing about it is sometimes you can try some um, THC gummies and you can have either like a grog, like a sleep one, like the sleep related ones have a groggy feeling the next morning, or um, I don't know, it just like, it can be one of those things where you don't feel anything at all, or it hits you too hard and mood is just the right amount. I really, um, appreciate the process they put into it. It's THC products that you can trust. They put uh, an end to the guessing game with federally legal forms of THC extracted from hemp plants. All of their products are regularly tested in third-party labs and sourced from small family farms and pesticide-free. They truly have something for every mood, whether you want to be euphoric, energized, creative, chill, a lot of versatile products for you. Uh, So, 
Try Moods new THC flower today. For a limited time, get 20% off your first order and a free THCA pre-roll. Just go to hellomood.com and use promo code REALMOMS. That's hellomood.com, code REALMOMS for 20% off your order and a free THCA pre-roll. Let's talk about our makeup routine. I'm going to talk about mine specifically. I like to keep things very fresh. Um, I think Gen Z likes to call it uh, the Hailey Bieber, the clean makeup look. That's something I've been rocking for a long time. And it's something that I like to do. And one of the beauty products that I've learned that kind of helps me accomplish this look is the Thrive Cosmetics Mascara. You guys have seen the green tube all over social media, their turquoise tube, all over social. One thing I love about Thrive Cosmetics, their beauty products are certified 100% vegan, cruelty-free, made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, high-performance and trademark formulas, and uncompromising standards. Again, guys, there's a reason why their turquoise tube is all over the internet. It's one of the best mascaras that I've tried. We've tried several. It is up there in my top, top favorites. It's easy to see too. You'll see there's thousands of five-star reviews. Let me tell you some things about this mascara. It lasts all day without clumping, smudging, or flaking. Looks like last extensions without the damaging glue, easy removal, and their flake-free tubing formula dramatically lengthens and defines your lashes from root to tip. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash real mobs. That's Thrive Cosmetics. K or C A U S E M E T I C S dot com, Thrive Cosmetics, C A U S E M E T I C S dot com slash real moms for 20% off your first order. All right, let's talk. And I'm wearing Thrive Cosmetics mascara right now. No, oh my God. You guys can't see it, but she's showing us the tube. Oh my God. It's okay. My favorite part about it too is the way it comes off so easily. Because some mascaras, like, you have to use, like, remover, and then it's still, like, under your eyes the next day. I do love that. that. I glad, love that. Glad, glad you're a Thrive girly. All right. Oh, big time. I love their eyeliner, too. Let's talk Super Bowl. Let's start with the halftime. Paige, you're a little bit younger than us, but did you um, find yourself standing up and dancing during Usher's halftime show? Uh, Of course. The only problem I had was the audio. I know. See, I mean, this guy, I bet he was so mad because think of Of like. Of course. Just one moment. Yes. Well, and you know, he's planning this out and he is like, these fucking millennials are going to go crazy when I have Alicia Keys, Ludacris, Ludacris. like Jermaine Dupri. Like he had like so, oh God. Like I was like, you had so many great people. Yeah. (laughs) Her. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I'm sorry. I know I wasn't the only one because I posted this on my Instagram. I swear on my life, the second she came out, I go, holy shit, is that Northwest playing the guitar? I mean, it's Northwest. Like, yes, it looked exactly Identical. like what the North. Hair, the space buns, the glasses. Yeah. I was like, oh, she got boobs. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's grown up. No, it was, uh, I thoroughly enjoy it. So despite the audio issues, some people had issues with the slow jams. I'm a 90s R&B lover, so I love that he gave us, he was true to himself. When Usher came out to the scene, it wasn't the dance bops. It was the slow jams. It's 7 o'clock on the dot. You know, you can already (laughs) sing the rest of the lyrics. Like, that's the Usher that we know. Uh, What was your favorite part of that performance, despite the audio? Um, I personally loved the, the roller skating. 
that came out of nowhere. And then 10 seconds later, he had his sneakers back on. I thought that was brilliant. Um, and then I also loved in the beginning that they did a very tribute to Vegas type of dancers um, with like, they looked like showgirls. They looked like Cirque du Soleil performers. I really loved that. And you could tell that the choreographer played to the Vegas location aspect. I am a dancer myself, a dance teacher also. So for me, I look at the whole performance as a whole. I was incredibly impressed with the choreography and all that. My only comment is I wish there was a little more stage presence in terms of this, like the actual structure of the stage and all that. I mean, we come from last year where Rihanna did like a floating performance. So I think that we have this higher caliber now that everyone needs to be meeting. So maybe that's just... No, I agree with you. I wished in the beginning, I get the theatricalness of the going from stage to stage. Yeah. And it also probably helped with like what was happening next for him much easier than one large stage. But really? I felt like he needed to be like up, like elevated a bit. A lot of ele- elevated. That's exactly how I felt. Yeah. Um. And I, and I can only assume that if you were there in the state, I know it's not for them, the people who are actually in the stadium, of course, it's meant more for television, but I can imagine they must've had a hard time viewing him. If he was just like bopping around as a little solo person. Yeah. yeah just usher, just on the field, just little bopping usher. around. Yeah. <laughs> it did feel like the stage felt underwhelming. Like it was very, yeah. very underwhelming. I was it, like, Oh, okay. Yeah. We've seen better. That's the, we're yeah. so spoiled with our like phenomenal performances that were like, Oh, him performing at the Super Bowl sucked. No, he was still amazing. He was great. Um, I, I, I wanted to hand that boy a towel. I, I, I could not. He's the, gotten older. He's sweaty. He's, he's wet. Yeah. And and you know what? He must just be the type of person where it's just genetically they sweat more. That no, I they should have given him an towel in between. In like, between, truly, somebody back there when they were giving him his sneakers to change out of the roller skates, a little dab dab face real quick. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I my kids were like, "Why is he sweating so much?" Like it was like almost like he took a shower. Like it was like yeah. It but no, I oh love hi. The song selections were good. It, it did suck that his audio, like something that was like no, the audio. That that's part, not his fault at all. Yeah. I was disappointed Justin Bieber didn't come out. So a he lot was of there, people were saying but, that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what happened. I mean, I guess in a way, I wish he was there. Because, you know, Usher mentored him. It would have yeah. been like a nice little full circle moment. Bieber right. wouldn't be where he's at without Usher. I don't know. I feel like Bieber, I don't want to call him lazy per se. But <laughs> I can see him like, I could kind of see him being like, yeah, that sounds good. And then like leading in. I don't want like, to go yeah. to rehearsal. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to put the work into it. I sit in my suite it. and watch the game. I, yeah. 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 I could see that. Uh, okay. Let's talk everyone's usually favorite thing at the Super Bowl besides the halftime show ads. Were there any ads that really like jumped out to you as some of your faves? Uh, Hands down. I think that the Dunkin' Donuts, JLo, Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Tom Brady commercial, I thought it was adorable, um, especially playing on the Boston pride of it. I loved that. Um, And I I thought JLo was really cute being like, babe, we talked about this. That was just, actually my favorite. And honestly, yeah. JLo, get that coin. She's yeah. still promoting that song I don't like, but yeah. she had it in the back. And I'm like, good for you. You're still plugging that music. 
but still doing this in a way that was funny. That was actually my favorite as well. Abby, yeah. you have one different. That was or- my favorite, but I will say my close second. Um, I loved the series Veep. If you have not watched it, it's so yeah. funny. And so the Verizon commercial with Beyonce, I loved it because it was Beyonce, but it was also in Veep, the guy who played the vice president's, you know, um, assistant Assistant. he played that role again and i feel like we all just love him in that part and so it was really funny uh and then i mean it did you know then she hinted at act two dropping yes march 29 songs right yeah yeah i you know we're in our country era the we're going from rhinestone to kimosabi kyle richards cowboy hat so i am i am here for it i Um, was dying there was a meme that showed the a picture of um Taylor and Beyonce, like, cause Beyonce went to Taylor's, um, movie concert premiere and then Taylor went to Beyonce's cause they both did that with their tours. And, um, there's a picture of them and someone said, it was like, I'm going to, I'll drop my next album. I'll announce my next album at the Grammys. And then it was like, okay, I'll, then I'll announce mine at the Super Bowl. It just oh, made me laugh. It was too. like, yeah. Um, that. but I'm uh, here for that. So it was you- interesting how every single commercial had a celebrity cameo and not just one every commercial had like 30 different celebrities in it and it almost was like i got whiplash i couldn't appreciate the last celebrity i just saw because i'm already getting hit in the face with like dan marino you know like someone's like wasn't it cool bradley cooper and his mom in a commercial like they did a commercial like i that i had like i agree with you i'm like i don't remember that one Maybe also because I probably just missed it. Like I went to the it bathroom just, or something. I think it was T-Mobile. They did okay, like, but it, yeah. I agree with you. It was like every one of them had that. Now some of them had not as like prominent, well-known celebs, and I do give those brands a little bit more credit because it's like I think like how could Dunkin' Donuts fail when you've got Matt Damon, you know, Ben Affleck, Tom Brady, and J Lo? Like if you yeah. mess that up, like you are a terrible marketing advertising agency. Um, I do want to give a little shout out. I thought the Kawasaki ad with Stone Cold Steve Austin having a mullet was creative and funny. And um, he's not someone I would say a big celebrity. So I'll give them a little bit of a pass. I also enjoyed Sarah V with Michael Sarah. Yes, I thought that was really clever. Sarah V, got it. Yes, I I thought that was cute. That was really clever. And there was like the pat photos of Michael Sarah, like holding like a clear bag of a tons of product, which yeah. was clearly like a product ploy. But because it's him, you're like, this isn't normally him. This could actually yeah. be either something he's actually doing or he's getting paid to do it. So I enjoyed that as well. Um, let's get into the Taylor and Travis of it all. Paige. Uh-oh. Warning, warning signs. If you are a diehard Swifty, we're about to have some hot takes that may not align with your point of view. So well, I think everyone knows yeah. Vanessa and I like enjoy them as a couple. So we're going to let's yeah. Paige's hot take coming in. I feel so bad that I am coming on your podcast and I am going to completely rip apart everything you guys love listen listen i've like we told you pre-recording we are saying i I wouldn't even say we're like die hard i've had some hot take you are it's no 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 but no vanessa like so i think in the beginning we really liked them because we're like taylor like go get you some hot football player ass like you know that he is good in the bed he is he is get thrown around He's thrown around. <laughs> and then as time went on, it's like, oh, like they actually legitimately like each other. The reason why I like it is I think he lets her 
be her and she lets him be him. And so I'm like, hey, that's great. But I'm not like out there like analyzing every move they make. So come in with your hot takes. I've had some hot takes on them, but I want to hear your hot takes. So warning, if you're a Swifty, we're about to get a hot take. And and I'm sorry, please do not come and and send me death threats. (laughs) No, I I mean, we're we we welcome all views. So I'm interested to hear what you have to say. Well, the fact that you said he looks like he's good in the sack, that's comical because she looks like she's a dead fish who just lays there. Um, she's a pillow princess clearly. And she's so like robotic in her dance moves. I don't even want to imagine her having sex because she probably just is like, it's, I mean, I'm feeling very awkward, like envisioning it. The most awkward. When she does her body roll. Oh. Like, it's like, oh yeah. She's just, a nerd. Just her, her attempt to do dance moves. I think that her choreographer for her tour needs to just give her like arm movements only. Don't, don't give her crazy choreography because she just doesn't have rhythm i'm sorry she's not beyonce she's not i mean I know. And yeah she doesn't attempt to be i know but anyways i just had to comment about that um okay so the fact that you say she lets him be him he lets her be her well i personally my hot take is i think that this is all a publicity stunt and um i know don't come for me don't <laughs> Please. I made like a reel the day of the Super Bowl. And I've had this take for a long time and I just never made a video about it. I think that her becoming a huge, the new face of the NFL, this has brought more little girls, more females than ever watching football. I know dozens of friends of mine who could give two shits about football but they want to watch the game now and they'll sit next to their husband and watch it just so they can be like, oh, look, there's Taylor. And I do understand that's exciting. Yes. Tell me that there is in some sort of little conspiracy theory that the NFL could have needed some sort of boost in their female ratings. And I mean, think about it. Cable is down. The NFL ratings are down. People are not purchasing cable anymore to watch football, sports, blah, blah, blah. That's all extraneous add-ons you have to have. So my theory is that the NFL came up with this genius idea. Let's have Taylor Swift date one of our most successful football players, and we can get more eyes on it to get more ad dollars. I think that's a plausible theory, but I feel like it's out there. I know it's out there. No, I think it's plausible, but I feel like he benefits more from it than she does. Like she like, Great. but so I don't know. I totally see your point where I, my whole thing is. And then Abby, I want your take. Cause I know you get into conspiracy theories. We'll put on our tinfoil hats a la Craig, yes, but uh, Craig Conover. Yes, but my theory, and I'm going with like what Hannah Burner has kind of said, is like those two, probably for the first time now that his season's over, he's going to join her on tour and they're going to be together more than a couple of days. The lust and the fun of like long distance and like looking forward to each other. Oh my God, I can't wait to go to your game. You're so hot and sweaty. Right. Oh my God, you're a superstar. Everyone knows who I am now. I feel like she's going to spend, let's say, two weeks with him nonstop. And it's going to be like, holy shit, you're a himbo. I'm annoyed with you. 
I'm done with you. I see this relationship kind of like discarding it. Like, I don't personally feel like they're end game. I know I have a lot of people who feel that way. And I'm a Kansas City girl. I love what she's brought to our city. Go Chiefs. Super happy about the Super Bowl. Yada, yada, yada. However, I'm like, she just named her album Tortured Poets Department. Like, the level, I don't like the title. However, her being such a song, stress, lyricist, probably uses big words like a la Dawson's Creek, Dawson having conversations with her. And he's like, I don't know what you just said. Like, I just don't see it progressing. Abby, your take. So I don't really have a conspiracy. It just, I know people have said like, they think this is staged. I think it's all a PR stunt. And my only thing is, is we saw when he got up on stage and started singing Viva Las Vegas, I don't think he's smart enough and that good of an actor to pull it off. Like, I think it would have like, Cause when you see like, he like seems excited, maybe he's into her and she's not into him. And that's the whole like part of the scheme. I don't know. I just don't think he's that would be that good of an actor. And is that smart to deceive us all? Like, I think we would have like picked up on something between either his podcast or the way he interacts with her. Um, I think he really likes her. I'm, I think she thinks it's cool that he's like different from anyone she's ever dated. And that he's like different and he's, famous but not like the way like you know some of the other people she's dated and he's not like an artist like you know like he's not like so I feel like it's just very different um I yeah I'm curious to see what happens when he's not in the middle of a football season um I don't know we'll see I mean there were moments too like when they cut to her when he did the viva like the meme that says like Taylor Swift realizing her children are going to have an IQ of 27 like that is so funny because like she did have this moment of like that's that's my guy. But like, also, like, them singing, like, Love Star at the club. That was cute. I, like, couldn't get enough in the sense of, like, just oh. being two celebrities. Oh, here comes Paige. But oh, I also... Was, that was the most performative thing I've ever seen. But it's so corny. Like, it's very corny. She's very corny. He like, in general. very corny. So she leans into it heavily, and he's just like, yeah, like, babe, like, I'm going to do it too. But, you know, I guess only time will tell. So, you know, slide into our DMs if you agree with Paige, if yeah, you agree yeah. with me, agree with Abby, like just kind of like let us know what you think. But let's talk about a breakup that did happen and it just happened to happen over the Super Bowl. It's Larsa Pippen and Marcus Larkins. Jordan. Larkus no more. Larkus is no more. Guys, I just want to know what the hell am I going to do now that my favorite podcast is canceled? Like, <laughs> listen to us. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Listen to Real Moms of Bravo. I just don't know what I'm going to do without separation anxiety podcast. <laughs> it was such a great, strong. Po- no, I. Okay, guys. He cheated, right? I mean, look, the way she was quickly deleted him posted like when you're like your friend still following your ex or is it OK yeah. for your like to me, this is like, oh, this is scorned woman. And he retreated back to daddy to watch the Super Bowl. If she did something to him or it was just an age difference, I think he would have been with, like, he went out with the boys. Like, it wouldn't have been. And maybe he's just so heartbroken. He had to go back to his dad. But, like. He's posting all these Jordan things. And it seems yeah. like such, it's, like, his dad is like, yeah, hey, like, the trust yeah. is back. So now I can be <laughs> with my dad and hang out with him. And he won't be pissed that I'm dating Scottie Pippen's ex-wife. Like, I don't know. It. I think there's some cheating. The whole controversy of their relationship was how could she date her ex-husband's best friend? How could he uh, date his dad's 
ex best friends, ex wife, whatever. So, and I know that Michael Jordan was videoed saying, no, I don't support them. So I think that Marcus posting with his dad is obviously purposeful to be like, oh, we're broken up. So now I'm back in my dad's good graces. I did read an article this morning on the Daily Mail that said that, I mean, this is all alleged, that they broke up because Marcus wanted children and Larsa only wants fame, which. Wow. I mean, that. That is obvious that that's what she wants. I mean, how how old is Larsa? She's okay. 49 and he's 33. You so, sound I'm, like Sandra from Traders. Like, how old is she? Well, I just, I like, I would be, I mean, women can have kids at varying ages. 49, though, I think it would be a little hard to, even with all the amazing advancements and fertility medicine with IVF, like, I think it would be a little tricky. Um, and for her to last, carry. Let me mm-hmm. interject real quick. Last week on Miami, I don't know if you guys saw yet. She, they do talk about having children, and she says that she froze her eggs. Oh, that's right. Ago. Yeah. And okay. So, so. Like, we could have a kid together. You know, I don't know if I would carry it, but blah blah blah. Yeah, and I and I get. I mean, like, you, there's also other ways, that, but um, right. So well, yeah. if I'm 49 and I've already raised four kids, I don't know oh. if I want more. You know, like it. So I could see that being like the thing that makes me kind of sad is like I. I actually really like, I hope he didn't cheat because I actually really liked Marcus and the way he supported her. And I thought they're like, wow, they're kind of a good couple, even though I like, loved them together. Yeah. yeah, I'm in the minority. No, no we did too. We loved like, them. he made her a little bit. I mean, they gave me a little bit of the ick of like, I can't be away from you. Like that right. stuff. However, I was like, man, this guy is like riding hard for her. He's showing yeah. up on me. He's like staying by her side. He got to be on Traders because of Larsa. Right. And the reunion has not filmed yet. So no, it has. No, it hasn't. Traders hasn't. Oh, from Miami, it has. Yeah, Traders hasn't. And so Larsa and Marcus will both be there. And I'm very curious to see like how How that interaction. Yeah, squeezes that in because although it has nothing to do with the show, it's still like relevant. We all want to know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Yes, he is Michael Jordan's son. But when it comes to like actually out in the public public, he is Larsa Pippen's ex or uh, boyfriend. Boyfriend. Yeah. So now ex. Yeah. yeah. So he did only get traitors because of her. Let's be honest. Um, Yeah. Their podcast. I mean, separation anxiety. I'm really upset. They must have (laughs) crazy. They must have crazy anxiety right now because separated. (laughs) But um. Love it, Paige. Oh, I love it. I love it. Well, that kind of concludes our headlines for this week. <laughs> uh, Paige, thank you for coming on. Like, seriously, you guys, I like, I we're going to continue texting you. We, we are so obsessed with you. And every time, like, when you came on, we got so many, like, really great, like, messages oh, back. And every God. time people, like, you're real or something will pop up, they would, like, send it to us. Like, oh, my God, this is Paige. So... Wait, breaking news, breaking news. TMZ is saying Larsa Pippen, Marcus Jordan, pause relationship amid rough patch, but they're still talking. Oh. Calling out a timeout. Do we want to, here's just a random thing too. Did anybody catch Miss Cynthia Bailey's um, Instagram story where she is wearing a wedding dress today? And people are like, is she getting married again? I think this is all like a a thirst trap or like a, um, it's going to be like, not a thirst trap, but like she's getting paid to post something about like, marry yourself like i don't think yeah but anyway so i just it's like a trap it's like definitely clickbait clickbait for sure 
Yeah, clickbait. Oh my God. Taylor and Travis talk about <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong, Larry. My vagina uh, dried up like the Sahara when he started <laughs> singing Viva Las Vegas. And then when he hit that final note, my clit fell out of my vagina. I love you, Paige. I, I swear to God, nothing <laughs> has turned me off more in my life than <laughs> that was Las Vegas. That <laughs> was and then when the uh, the guy like interview him was like, and then you got a fight. I was like, oh my God. He's oh, gonna be like, and I know that's his thing, and I know he does it every Super Bowl and every playoff, but I'm like, he just did Viva Las Vegas. Like, we don't need him to yeah. No, we sure don't. We but. sure don't. Oh, you you flew across the world for me, baby. Oh, I support you. Shut up. I was so in my text chain when he goes, Was it electric? And <laughs> yeah, that, which is such a cringy thing to say for sure my husband texted and he goes was it electric that's what i used to ask vanessa when she watched me play beer league softball like <laughs> so, so now i'm gonna try to just say like was yeah it electric? babe was it a after you have sex with your husband yeah was it <laughs> but like because no one talks like that this is what i'm saying she's gonna it's be scripted. like it was scripted <laughs> they gave the fans exactly what they wanted, addressing the fact that she flew across the world to see the Super Bowl. That was the headline for two weeks. Wait, I will say one thing that we got out of it, though. I did not know that Keely Teller was such a cool girl's girl. Like the things that she's been posting we, on Instagram. And she's like, I'm damn the BTS from. Ke yes. Kelly? I think it's Kelly. It's pronounced Kelly. Kelly. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's, it's Kelly. Like Kaylee, but she's it's she. Yeah. It's Kelly. Well, all right. Okay. We'll yeah. call her Kay. Um, she was like, that is the ultimate girls girl. Who's like, I, I know. And without also like, I don't think she crossed the line. She didn't show like anything that would have made Taylor like cringe or like, that's embarrassing. Why would you do that? So we like, we got something, even if it was all scripted and for PR, I yeah. didn't know how much I loved Kay Teller. The, so. the, B, the BTS was, was fuego. We love, you know, yeah. The, the girl, I'm sure she checked with Taylor also. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, I mean, I don't, hell, yeah. that damn filters everywhere. No one can release yeah. it until she tells them. Yeah, exactly. Sure. We got for uh, sure. Luck. And I did love seeing Blake Lively get so excited about like that was cute. That was cute. everything. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, we have those moments, even if it was all fake. <laughs> I'm sorry. Once again, please don't come. Hey, no, this all, is all of, fair. All opinions welcomed and encouraged. And you can change your mind. Watch. Yeah. You can change your mind. We also allow flip-flopping. Totally yeah. We also uh, What page, if people do want to DM you their differing thoughts, I'm just kidding. How can they find you? Because everyone um, should be following you if they're not. At Paige Dav, uh, P-A-I-G-E-D-A-V. And she will definitely be back on the podcast soon. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening. And Paige, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, God, I have so much fun with you girls. Honestly, talking <laughs> shit and talking about Bravo, my two favorite things. We're going to come visit you in L.A. We just have to plan our trip. Yeah, you guys need to plan it. And and I saw your friends with Kiki. She lives out here, too. Yeah. 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 Kiki. We have a few people we need to go see. So that would be yeah. fun. Um, well, you guys make it a great day or don't. The choice is yours. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. 
Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.